Ah, oh, Justin, where are we? I, I can see only shapes. Yes, I, I can feel the heat. Are we, are we in hell? No. We I died, can feel, though. I can we feel, died. I can feel the wind, which means we're in heaven or, or I don't know what happens. Or with windy hell. Other windy hell. Because <laughs> I feel the heat. I see flames. I hear. I can, hold on. Let me let me do some um, expert Foley work here. Yeah. Uh, the, the natural fires in Austin are quite hot. Oh my God! My face! My face! Sorry, I was doing <laughs> was the other David, side no, of the yeah, but, but, but David Attenborough has to explain that fire is hot. Oh, for, okay. For uh, I, yeah, was, dude. I was explaining that my face was on fire. <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> we uh, we're in purgatory, bro. This we is are. Ghost attack. Ghost attack. We we died last week. One week ago, we died. God, can I say? Um, it felt kind of good to die. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, let me put it this way. It's not that it felt good dying. It's that it feels great not being alive. <laughs> uh, by, by which I mean... I uh, hope troubled youth don't take this the wrong way. No, no, no. What I mean, what I mean is, like, uh, like uh, uh, first of all, all of our fantabulous patrons uh, have been listening to the last... Uh, we have recorded... This will be our fifth... Thing we've recorded since the last week episode. Well, I mean, and, and, and even most of our patrons don't know about a the other, other. Yeah. Well, uh, there are four of them who know. But uh, uh, yeah, this is this is a a, a a new phase because like, all right. So normally this is when we go live and this is when we've gone live since DB live shows, yep. since NSFW shows, since Night Attack, we've always gone live on Tuesday nights. And yep. we are going to be not live on Tuesday nights for the first time in over a decade for an extended a few weeks. A right? hot minute, yeah. Uh, we're calling it um, Audio Only April. Audio April. Audio April. And so the, the, the goal of this is just to try out some vibes try out what's what's going on so right now we're recording outside it's there's there's a fire we're on the 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 brushwood property the puppy as it were yeah uh, uh last uh, last couple of recordings have been on the stoop uh for the first time ever we provided exclusive content to the force uh the, the force horse boys i like that <laughs> they have mind why are you plugging powers. this you plug the horse boy thing twice when there's only four oh, no, i and just we limit I, want, it. I want everybody to be jealous like that's what they're that's what they're paying for by being horse boys yeah is is, is the whole world knows they have it and they the whole world knows th that if they ask real nice they can get it but uh horse boys change your email <laughs> because you're gonna that's you're it. gonna get them requests. people are gonna be asking it's it's so much fun to just speak completely unfettered. Yes. Yeah. If because when we do those, like we're talking as though those four people are right there with us, and we're able to speculate wildly without being held to account yeah. on whatever it is we're thinking about doing. Um, I think that, that that's that's the same for for the the other Patreon stuff and this right now. Like, yeah. like the vibe that we've kind of cultivated is one of uh, us just sort of hanging. This is like the most just BSing. Uh, that we've that we've done in a really long time, which brings me to something that I want to. I've been holding. Oh my God, you're holding. You I know almost this got is Texas. I almost got into a fight with my wife today. Uh oh. You know this? Well, that part. This is Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got into a fight with my wife because I'm in the middle of recording an episode for PX3. Yeah. And she sends me a terse text message. You ever get a text message from your a wife? Terse text. And you and you T -T. know you even though there's no context on a text message. You know, you feel you feel them vibes. Yes, you're like, all right, 
You've got you've got vibes on a text message before. I right? have I have mistaken the vibes before. For example, today I got all caps Brian. All caps again. Brian exclamation point. Yeah. Turns out Bonnie got me a vaccination shot tomorrow. <laughs> hey, but you thought so, you were in trouble. Uh, yes, I thought I was uh, having a TT, a, a terse text. Uh, the terse text I get is, your groceries are here. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, I know that I haven't ordered groceries. Uh-oh. So I have no idea what the hell's going on. I then come down and my and my wife is setting stuff up because we're still unpacking and everything. I, man, all I want all I want to do is treat this like a game show quiz and guess what groceries are like. Uh, oh no, don't worry, we're getting there. Okay, okay, okay. I walk around the the kitchen and I can't see like a bunch of groceries laid out. I wouldn't know what they were, if and apparently why they were mine. Right, they weren't just somebody else's. So I finally find her and I'm like, hey, what what was up with the groceries? She's like. Well, they're there for you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you didn't see them in the fridge? I open up the fridge. And there is, we got a decent fridge now. Yeah. Three quarters of the bottommost layer of the fridge from the very back to the very front. Yeah. White claws. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, did somebody... Did somebody dox you and already send you white claws? Uh, I, I'd look it over at Corey, who is not, vehemently not shaking his not head me. no. This is what I want to get to. You didn't realize this was an accusation. Did you send me white claws, you dirty hope, son of a bitch? I, I, I hope I passed the, way, the test, Your it was Honor. Only, it was only that. And then she's like, oh, by the way, that was half of it. The other <laughs> half is in the pantry. Wow. There's so much, so many white claws. Oh. Now, I know that you definitely didn't do it because. Wait, wait, now because, you know. <laughs> well, no, now I know because as soon as it became white claws and you knew that it was something that was funny, Brian's eyes immediately went to Corey <laughs> just to see whether or not Corey did a thing that he did not inform Brian about because nothing gets done unless Corey's doing it these days. Also, what's funny is like I, I had the thought like, uh, no, wait, ask, uh, were they all lime? Because that's the only way I would do that is if I just sent you just so many lime only white claws, all different colors of the white claw rainbow. Which means we now have right. a legit mystery on our hands. Mm. Because there were two people that I think, A, would have my address. What about the previous tenant? Maybe they were severe alcoholics. <laughs> I just found <laughs> out just that, the, that, the, that the, the man of the house was a reverend. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, so, so he, had, he certainly had a white collar. But so maybe he also claws. had white claw addiction. No, this is, a, a, this is a legit mystery now. Because the only two people that I would imagine doing it were you. Yep. And... Uh, Corey. Katie Dirks, oh. who we stayed with on the way here, and we drank White Claws there. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I, this might be a funny thing that she thought it would be our our housewarming present to get us a bunch of White Claws. I, I text her, and she's like, absolutely not, although now I'm pissed at myself for not doing it. So we yeah, I, uh, Okay, first of all, uh, Corey, first thing, as soon as we're done recording, I have to make a call to Katie Dirks. Uh, and get my credit card ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to buy so many white claws. <laughs> and send them to her? No, Jesus, no. 
Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I uh, So you are you are swearing now under the you, faith you know that of there, our there's, new there's ghost thing purgatory. Around with is the pinky promise. That's right. We've I'm, always I'm done I'm it holding, virtually. I'm, I'm holding up this pinky. I am now reaching out. Mm, a pinky uh, promise. No, and, and almost certainly, if it was me, I would at least make sure. Like that's the weird thing about White Claw is there's what 75 flavors, and yeah. I only like one of them. Uh, so I would, so you would, I would make I would sure it was the one yes, that you correct, liked. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So just whenever you came to my place, you had lime white. Well, because sooner or later you're gonna try to pass some of that shit off on me, and I'm like, I don't want your fucking mango fruit punch. I whatever. literally almost brought one of the f- big ass cases over here just to be like, <laughs> like, hey, like, I, I'm, I'm swimming in it, baby. <laughs> I mean, use it for paperweights. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm glad you didn't because there's only one flavor I like out of the whole bunch. <laughs> Brian uh, is just like like the the, the cartoon character that uh, uh, takes like one slice of cake and then takes eats the rest of the cake. But yep. instead, for Brian, he just takes the rest of the cake and dumps it in the trash. One sliver is just four this, four this cans is, of lime white claw, and the me. rest of it goes in the trash. Uh, you go home with a uh, with with a spyglass, and you're like, uh, after careful deduction, I noticed it's not what's here it's what's not here notice three different flavors they come in packs of four which flavor is missing (laughs) (laughs) so maybe maybe that's my ruse if i had one sometimes it's the claws that don't pop (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh, so so there we go. Uh, 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 well, now, Shep, a mystery, a, a mystery that will now run through this new podcast. We got a runner now. Yeah, I legit have no idea. Did somebody next, dox me? Next week we will definitely reveal the mystery of the white. I have white no. Claw. I got. This is a cold case now. It was no. It was Frodo Baggins. Come on. It might have been Frodo Baggins. <laughs> it might have been Frodo Baggins. But we have we have a runner now. If you or someone, if you or someone you know, knows who bought, bought me a whole bunch of white claws. fucking three hundred dollars worth of white claw, please tweet uh, at px three tweets. Hey, that's cool how we're able to synchronize and do things. I think, I, I, I think that was yeah, a big live. part of like one of our first couple of recordings is we just harmonized because we could. Because we could. <laughs> there was no ducking, no time delay no nothing uh austin observations you ready for austin observations i'm a newbie to austin austin obs austin obs driving ikea so we're on classic 35. Austin. first of all there is no ikea in austin you had, that means we went, we went around rock, around rock yeah. so we're, we're right. driving through Austin, going around so rock. already these are aspersions that are being cast so this is in austin this thing i saw hmm. club miami all right. Club Miami is apparently a club. Audio listeners, which may I remind you is all of you, uh, Justin is wearing a shirt that says Miami on it. I'm wearing a, <laughs> a, 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 a Dwayne Wade uh, a T-shirt jersey right now. Uh, club Miami. It looks, to all appearances, from the side of 35 as I was driving, to be an abandoned shed Next to a car dealership. And you are 100% certain you're not accidentally thinking of a Miami subs because that also applies. Wait, do they have Miami subs here? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Do they still sell well, I mean, champagne they're... out of the drive thru? Uh, if I say yeah, will you be excited? Yup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No. All right. Yeah. So I, I didn't know whether or not this was something that, that people noticed. But yeah. So Club Miami is, is an abandoned shed next to an auto behind an auto dealership. And I don't know if it's a dance club. I don't know if it's a strip club. All I know is that whether or not they think that Miami means luxury, I have never seen a more Miami looking club <laughs> from the side of the road. I An mean, abandoned be- shed behind an auto dealership is the most actually Miami thing that I can think of. So so like uh, it could be that they want to bring the authentic experience. Like if here in Austin, somebody opened a place called Club Portland, I wouldn't expect very many happy people, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were lobsters because there are two Portlands. Never mind. Where's the second Portland? Maine? Yeah. There we go. The, okay. I got it. Okay, okay now we, 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 we get there. It took me yeah. a while to get there, but I'm here now. Yeah, I got to Maine. <laughs> pit stop at Club Miami. I was, slash in, I Miami was in Club slots. Miami in my mind, <laughs> and now I am I am uh, 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 there. I, I God, man, now, now I really wish I would have pulled up pictures because, like, it is funny how much of a pile of shit this place looks like, but yet it has gigantic signage for Club Miami, and now I don't know what they do in there. What um, what other cities have distinct flavors like that? I guess uh, you could do a Vegas theme joint, and you know how to look like Vegas, right? If you were like Sin City Pub, Sin City Pub, get have our Paris nachos <laughs> and our, <laughs> all and our shits uh, and our Rome not cheese on sticks. The, yeah, not on the. You're like you're like the U.S. Postal Service when they put up the picture of the Statue of Liberty, but it was actually just a stock photo of. The one from from New York, New York. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else. I mean, uh, 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 New York, probably. Right. You would do buildings. Yeah. And everyone would would be walking here and San Francisco. You'd have the the Golden Gate Bridge. Bunch of people walking up going. (laughs) That's San Francisco. I mean, uh, my first my first shoot that we did. Yeah. uh, We had to restart like five times because uh uh once somebody saw a camera like like it was on the it, it what hate ashbury is that what it is yeah um it was in that district and uh just you know uh, uh hey here's something interesting just yeah. zombied out it was really weird uh 13 years ago scam school right yeah i saw, I saw you post about today that. Yeah. yeah how does that feel man that means it was 13 years ago that we met because we met the, the uh, day it premiered, we met via iTrix. Yeah, the day yeah, it premiered because my my uh, uh, my roommate was was hip to it and knew I ran a magic blog and was like, "Hey man, interview the magic guy from Revision Three. And I'm like, "That sounds like one of my four posts today." <laughs> <laughs> no man, it's it's a it's a real trip, especially knowing what a journey everything's gone, and especially with that property. It's kind of, you know, it's trying on some different metamorphosis phases in the middle of, you know, an apocalypse. A lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of primordial ooze happening right now. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I mean, right? I mean to be honest, it's, it's you know, I don't know, you feel a bit teenager-y uh, knowing that, that um, on the one hand, it's cool to feel like anything's possible. On the other hand... Anything being possible is code for being unemployed. You know, like, <laughs> like it is like like you don't see people in the fourth season of Mythbusters saying, "Well, I just feel like anything's possible now." Finally, it's like, no, you're gonna you're gonna fucking ride this train, and you're gonna be locked in with contracts and deadbolts, and yeah. It is amazing that uh, so I'm I'm building my my office and my 
uh, little studio, and I, I've got a, uh, a recording booth now. And it's amazing actually being able to build shit because I know it makes money as opposed to building shit out of necessity just to record something. And like uh, uh, now before, if it was like, All right, does it record? Does the audio go in? Cool. Cut. Print. We, we, we've got it. Minimum viable product. That's me. Minimum viable product, James. And like Man. now I'm like I, I'm building my studio and I'm like. This needs accent lighting. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we've spent 12 years being the MVPs and only now realized that it stood for minimum viable minimum product. Minimum viable product. <laughs> Maybe that should be the name of the next show, MVPs. Minimum viable product. <laughs> Corey's already making a note. The MVP <laughs> my, cast. By the way, uh, uh, you're hearing the audio of Michael Dell flying on his uh, uh, helicopter overhead. Is that for real? Yeah. Flies in every day. Damn. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for him. Do you want a helicopter? Are you like a flight guy? No. No. I'm a uh, uh well, first of all, if I ever was, yeah. I most certainly am not after the tragic news of the past year. <laughs> oh, you don't want to get Kobe? <laughs> oh, yeah. What's funny is you said Kobe. I thought I heard COVID. <laughs> I like I was gonna catch the disease from COVID. What am I? Triumph the insult comic dog. He got the COVID. He got the COVID. <laughs> That's oh no no I can't even I can't even. Uh, they're, they're no, you're allowed to make. I'm not allowed to make the jokes. You're allowed to make the jokes. You got you got the veed. <laughs> yes. You got veeded out. Not anymore. Uh, tomorrow I get the poke. I get the poke. And then you have, well yeah you get new antibodies right? Do you know which one you're getting? Uh yeah, J and J, one shot. Yeah, one, one shot, shot, one, one kill. kill. Uh, which which to be honest, like I might be a bit worried about. Um, except for two things. Number one, that Johnson and Johnson shot. All I know, uh, zero hospital visits, zero fatalities, and that's all I care about. Uh, number two, um, even if somebody else is worried about it, uh, screw you. I already have the whole nine yards. I already, you got already, God's vaccine. Yeah. Uh, although, man, I can't shake. I, I keep seeing all these. Um, <laughs> so there's apparently some benefit if you get a vaccine, if you're a so-called long hauler, those people who keep having it forever and ever. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, articles I'm actively trying to hide from my wife. Ones that say you heard about the people who literally went schizophrenic after catching covid. Right. Because it penetrates the blood-brain barrier. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. Well, there's a chance my wife might listen to this podcast. So let me advise nobody to look up uh, uh, schizophrenia and COVID. Because <laughs> apparently that's a real thing. But you didn't hear it here because we're ghosts. We're, yeah, we're, we're already in dead. Purgatory. We're already dead. So what does it mean to us? We're, we, we see the fires of hell and we hear the winds of heaven. <laughs> Michael Dell's. I was going to say, we, we hear the <laughs> copter of Dell and the fires of hell. Oh. We read the magazine of L. <laughs> We're heroes on a half shell. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid the smell. Ah, said Sebastian to Bell. <laughs> I can keep going all day long, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, so uh, how, how's it? Uh, not even a week yet, huh? No, I got here on Thursday. No, yeah, Thursday, Thursday night, 
Thursday night I got here. And so we are we are not even a week. Y'all y'all were not screwing around. Uh, I don't think I'm talking out of school when I say like uh, Thursday you showed up and you're like cool place. Uh, let's podcast. And we we sat on a stoop and did a podcast. Yeah. Uh, patrons heard it. I came back the the very next day. Uh, that shit looked like a home. Yeah. <laughs> like it was unreal how fast that changed. Uh, largely because of uh, you guys and Corey uh, were able to allow us to just store a home's worth of furniture in the puppy so we didn't have to wait for it to get delivered piecemeal. Oh, uh, I, I can't. Uh, did we talk about. Uh, you got the white claw that we sent over, right? You fucking no. dickhead. <laughs> you have no, no. idea. No. You have no, no idea. I will not. I will not. It, it, it really is a mystery. But, but I, I, I do want to needle you. I understand that it's a pain point. I, I no, don't, no, I don't no, mess no, around. No, 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 no. It's not a pain point. Okay. Is that it's wholly realistic for you to totally forget it until right now. That's why I played the bit. That's on brand. That is on brand. That's that's why I knew it would be doubly potent. The hunt continues. Yeah, dude. Things I have. All right. More Austin observations. Austin. Juice land. Oh, Jesus. Where are we at on Juice Land? There's They're a lot of high. them. They're all high all, all the time. Uh, Everyone so, out of Juice Land is high? Yes. Uh, Bonnie goes to Juice Land, and I get Juice Land tales. Uh, it's like, um, uh, 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 Dudu did uh, Donnie Darko, had like a crappy movie with The Rock afterwards. Something yes. tales. Southland tales. Southland tales. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she comes back, and she's all like, just every day, it's like, every time I walk in, the guy is just like, uh, you're like, what's your name? My name is Bonnie. And he says, Bonnie. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Bonnie. Bonnie. Bonnie Benita. Beautiful Bonnie. Well, at least I know where the plug is. (laughs) (laughs) Just roll up to Juice Land and just be like, here's $200. I need one coffee. (laughs) Uh, Do you have anything stronger than kale? Question eyebrow raise. <laughs> There's a lot of them. I, it, it, it seems like 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 not quite a, a Dunkin' Donuts in Massachusetts level penetration for for Juice Land, but it feels like every yeah, place that I've pulled into the, to get like Office Depot or Target or Walmart or whatever, like there's a Juice Land in in the corner. Yeah, not not my bag, not my bag. What do they? What do they? They they blend shit. You they could do. say like a, I want an orange, a green juice, kale. Diamond, <laughs> rock salt, uh, Earl Grey. Yeah. You know blood diamonds are extra. Yes, I'll pay. <laughs> like really, Glock really, at Chipotle. I mean, these are uh, these are these are uh, uh, phosphine grown. They're they're much uh, uh, shit. Now all of a sudden, I really wish I knew how diamonds were grown. Uh, I, I think it's like propane or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. If you if you know how diamonds are grown, if you or someone you love know how <laughs> diamonds are grown, has been growing diamonds, <laughs> then please. Uh, 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 all right. Yeah. So Juice Land. No idea. I just know there's a lot of them. Yep. Uh, Easter. Boy, were a lot of things closed on Easter. Oh, you're in Texas. Yeah. Sir. Like th- there's uh this city can only get so blue. Yeah, like uh, eventually you have to recognize it is blue for Texas. Oh, uh, speaking of of uh, quick quick diversion. Sure, 
when we did the politics podcast, one of the things is we did is we shouted out, hey, if you're this type of person, spoiler alert, in the next episode of PX3, I'm going to have Brian on, and we are going to go through the mountain of email that I got. Uh, it turns out I was a little bit right. <laughs> it turns out I was like, hey, if you or someone you know is this, so, then, yeah. then uh, here's we, a code we, word to say. We, 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 talk, we talked about, uh, like, pro-gun Democrats. Democrat voting, like, like you are always voting blue no matter who, people who also are gun owners and, and believe and, that and the Second Amendment is, like, an important part of America. And I got a lot of email. I cannot a wait. Lot I cannot wait. Uh, oh man. Oh, you feel that that cool breeze? That's the cool breeze of being right. That makes you temporarily forget you're in purgatory. Well, I think for you, between. it's that you're not alone. Uh, yeah. Well, well. I mean, I mean, I'm already, I'm already in the crazy camp, being a libertarian, right? Yeah. So, so it's like, but, uh, but, but I like people wrote me directly, yeah. uh, which is very unusual for, uh, like, you know, you're you're the host. So and, and uh, uh, but both on Twitter. So uh, they they were like, because I, I told them like, hey, email me and I'll keep you anonymous. And they're like, Meh, maybe I'll not just sure. write Brian. Not sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did get uh, we did get one uh, for uh, for those who haven't been following. We're doing like a a, a, a final constitutional w- amendment bracket. Uh, oh, uh, you did. I don't know if we paused long enough legally, but that's fine. Uh, we're doing a, a bracket, but um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 got some really good feedback uh there was one thread that was like four tweets long that brought up i think it was the third amendment and and really made me think and i was like i bet this dude's a lawyer click on his name and it definitely said blah 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 attorney i loved it it made me so happy you have the smartest audience i love it quick digression something that i noticed another austin observation Obs on the way here for weird things on monday yep I drove past a sign that you had previously tweeted me, and I feel like in this new incarnation of the show, we need to make friends with David Comey, the attorney that rocks. We've uh, been, I, I've, I, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, uh, without doxing myself or you, he's very close. I saw his office. <laughs> uh, I saw I saw a sign close. for his office. <laughs> I did not realize how close he was. He's right around the corner from <laughs> us. Uh, we need to make friends. We we, we need to do t- to be honest. Um uh, uh, we need uh, to have him on. Okay, in this well, version, uh, uh, we need to we need to ask legal questions to David Comey, the attorney that rocks, and rock and roll questions. Well, well and, and and also we need to do it around the campfire, yeah. exactly as we're doing Bring now. Bring him out. Uh, yeah. But but also, you know, you know, he and I worked out at the same gym for a long time. Did you see him work out? I did. What was he doing? What was his workout uh, of choice? Uh, uh, he was rocking uh, the law. Uh, <laughs> he grabs the law with both hands. No, is he doing like? Uh, is he like, like sleep. cardio? Is he? Is uh, he doing weights? No, he was. He was. Uh, I don't know. He was like in between those. Those. You know. Uh, standalone works. Workstations. But uh, yeah. but but my my trainer at Hot the time. Yoga. My trainer at the time was just like. Hey Brian, do you, you know who I is over there? I'm like, what are you talking about? And we're like, well, you, you, you ever seen David Comey? I was like, you mean the attorney that rocks? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, shh, shh. And I was like, what? what's wrong? <laughs> we talk about him all the time You'll on my show. The rock. <laughs> You'll disturb. He's rocking right now. 
<laughs> and then and you're like, it was like, he's here all the time. He's, he's looking, and you know, head tilt over. Yeah. And I look at him like, yeah, dude, that's the attorney that rocks. The attorney <laughs> with rock hard abs, <laughs> more <laughs> like yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Wearing <laughs> Under Armour. Uh, <laughs> it looked great. Dude. Uh, that would be pretty great. I would actually love that. Uh, no, we got we got to do it. That is, I'm putting that out into the world. We got to have, uh, uh, we got to build out a new stable of characters yep. on on this show. And yep. I really would love for one of them, somebody that we have on a good relationship. So whenever we have a legal question, we can. He's just our official. Text, yes. Oh my god. And just be okay, like, can, can, uh, let's go to Comey on this. Okay. Okay. You're right. Uh, so, uh, how do you, how do you approach an attorney who rocks though? We, we say not, that like we could go up and, and, and play we, a G chord and impress him. <laughs> like maybe maybe we hire Mike TV. We show up outside and we write Tenacious D style. We're like, uh, um, <clears throat> we need an attorney to join us here upon our newest show. We're dead and gone, and that's why we're ghosts. And that part really blows. Will I, you be our attorney, the attorney that rocks your name, David Comey? I'm just ripping off. I'm doing a weird owl of, 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 tenacious, of the tenacious history. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. No, right. I feel like he only Let's communicates. I feel like he only communicates through like rocking, Stratocaster shredding. Like so, you just like you can only like, like excuse me, uh, we we'd like to do an interview with you on the show, and he's like, oh, I'm very busy, and it's like, well, before you kick us out. <laughs> and he's like, I'm listening. He's got somebody who's like being arrested for marijuana possession. And he's like, Your Honor, if I may. He starts playing Purple Haze, like, and it's like somebody gets arrested for a uh, 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 hate speech. And he's like, If you may, if I may, Your Honor. Uh, oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Star Spangled Banner. I was wondering what musical accompaniment you wanted to do for hate speech. <laughs> I mean, uh, Francis Scott Key, man. That dude hated people. Oh, man. Big time. Mostly himself. France, yeah. I mean, that was a major He used key. to call himself Francie Pants. <laughs> And he used to look in the mirror, and he would slap his own face, and he'd go like, "What's wrong, Francy Pants? Why do you gotta be such a can't baby? write a song? Can't write a song, Francy Pants? Oh, oh, it's a poem, is it? Well, they'll put it to music anyway, Francy Pants. <laughs> slap, slap, slap. Why are you hitting yourself, Francy Pants? Hand on his shoulder, turns around, it's David Comey. <laughs> He's weeping. <laughs> I've traveled back in time. I do three things. I'm a lawyer who rocks. That's one thing. I work out and I travel through time, giving self-confidence to major historical figures. Thank you, David Comey. And my self-confidence was still there. Oh, say does that billboard still say, David, call me the attorney that rocks, represents you and all, so me. 
And then Comey says, workshop that. <laughs> yeah, all right, and, then, and then zaps, uh, and then uh, zaps into There was definitely the, a moment I was looking for harmony. I saw you were still inhaling from the cigar. I was like, well, this isn't happening. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, God, no, I really, I think we should, we should figure out a Comey thing. So man. you, have you, I, I'm almost certain I tricked you into swimming in Barton Springs once. But that was a long time ago. I don't believe I have. No kidding? No, yeah. Oh, my God. It's I mean, going to be great. There's going to be 100-degree days, and that, that thing stays 70 degrees all year round. And everyone complains that it's so cold, it's so cold. But when it's 103, it's pretty pretty good. A lot, lot of good people you watching, that, too. can want that Barton Springs. No, I mean, the, the I don't think I've ever, like, vacationed here. Like I've never done things for pleasure here beyond like beyond Sixth Street and drink because we had a show two blocks away. Like it's always been high intensity. Well, I just in, always had out. stuff yeah, to yeah. do. Like either I was working with other stuff or I was here for, you know, some level of business, even if it was just BSing with you. Uh are all of the secret things that were set up or written into the go game for Austin still here? Like could could you walk around and point them out? I'd have to look them up, but uh, uh, theoretically, yeah. no. the The idea of the go game was always that you didn't set anything up yourself. It was always just there. You found things that were like hard to notice, or people would normally overlook. Uh, like, um, <clears throat> uh, here's a clue: you need legal advice, you cock. <laughs> Find an attorney who rocks. <laughs> Trying to look for the beer. Where oh, no, they're right over there. Yeah. Oh, you got me? All right, cool. Thank you, Corey. Uh, On the case. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, this right now is a thing Thank you. that we could never do in any incarnation of the show ever. Like, just now we experienced what I estimate to be about five seconds of comfortable silence and it really felt comfortable it did I, because I, I dialed in on you know whatever grasshoppers buzzing over there and the fire and the, i heard the wind chimes and and i felt like i don't think we're taking anything away from anyone by letting all of us kind of sit with this moment you and know I what i mean this is this is what i don't know what level of the new show has this element i want at least a portion of it to uh mostly because i think what is now unlocked to us is both the high and the low right like the the high end is uh, uh something more polished something more built out in the studio that something really electric on fire in exactly. the moment like i can't believe this is happening i think um it's as though we're both addicted to meth and weed. <laughs> Two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> or separate. They both taste great separately. <laughs> we just need to separate the two. <laughs> well, one step at a time. <laughs> the first step is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> uh, but yeah, stuff like, uh, you know, Flip Flossy, shout out to, to Floss and, and the Turquoise Jeep. Uh, but he uh, was on the Instagram comments and was like oh like that all your shit looks great Con like congratulations on moving in and, and i was like uh floss let's figure out a time for you to come down to austin because we're now going to be able to do live music again on the show 
uh, in whatever the show is. We're going to have the space. We're going to have everything that we had at uh, at, at, at NSFW show. We're going to have there. everything we used to have and also permission. <laughs> It'll be even better. I know, yeah. They didn't have permission for me to make their set look like the best thing that it's ever looked like. Uh <laughs> But but yeah, I mean, I, I think and that's that's the high. But also, there's the low, and it's this. It's it, it it's this ability for us to just kind of do shocker, a podcast where two friends sit in the same area and talk to each other. Well, and and I I wonder, I wonder, uh, I don't know. Um, I assume people will contact us and let us know what they think, and I assume some people are going to be like, finally, you know, my favorite parts were always the after show. The yeah. amped up energy was always too much for me. Just hearing two guys next to a campfire who may or may not be dead in purgatory. Yes. Uh, ghost attack is the thing I've always wanted. Um, and other people will be all like, hey, guys, I understand that you're ghosts now, but I can't wait for you to possess a corporeal body. Let's hope it's one that's highly controversial. Hooray, incoming. Uh, Gonna stop talking because <laughs> everything that just popped in my head. I'm so fascinated with what controversial body you want us to inhabit, I like the know. frighteners. Uh, 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 shall we list them? <laughs> nah, okay. I'd like you to list them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I can't list them. However, my attorney can. <laughs> David, call me the attorney that rocks. Oh my God! He just rolls in like the like the 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 the, the war boy uh, uh, Stratocaster guy uh, God, from from Mad Max Fury Road. To be friends with oh man, I bet. And, and what's funny is I bet he. Would I bet really, you he's rad. I bet you he's genuinely rad. And, yeah. And he, uh, I bet he would like hanging out with. This us. is gonna be a fun thing for long term fans. If we never mention David Comey again, <laughs> then you're just going to have to make assumptions about his character. <laughs> or, uh, especially if, like, there's one episode where it's like, you know, tomorrow I'm going to meet David Comey. And you're like, oh, that'll be so exciting. Can't wait to hear about it. Never. <laughs> they never mentioned him again. <laughs> oh, speaking of, of narrator voice, uh, Lucille Bluth, R.I.P. Yeah. That it, was that was that was that was tough. It was great to uh, uh, I think it was Alan Seppenwall wrote uh, a great uh uh i guess it, not not a eulogy but uh, a, a memorial just a remembrance like, column or a remembrance yeah i went into her career uh and she was like a really 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 in demand in work actress that was initially in the 60s like she never stopped working she was always on something but uh through the majority of her career she was in soaps and she was a dramatic actress and then started to trickle into, um, you know, comedy. And then, of course, obviously with the rest of the development, it just, like, clicks in. But it reminded me of another thing that I read of Mitch Hurwitz, who was, like, when he first became a showrunner on Arrested Development, the, the advice that he got from, I forget who, was, like, just have one ringer. One person that you just know is really funny. You can give them the, like... And now give them a bunch of paint cans and they're going to like paint be goofy. Blue. They're yeah, going to be yeah. goofy holding the paint cans and that's going to be really funny. He thought that was David Cross, that he was like, no matter what, if if something's dragging, I'll just be able to d give David Cross, you know, a, a, a 
plank of wood, and that'll be a C-plot that will be really, really funny. Right. And he didn't realize that his entire cast was ringers, including uh, 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 Lucille, who was, like, turned out to be kind of the, like, heart of that show. Like, she really was, like, if you look at those plots, she's always the inciting incident. Her character is just so, like, intensely defined. She is the most unrepentantly Bluth of all of the Bluths. Every other Bluth expresses in different ways their regret, embarrassment, their shame, their attempt to be better, uh, their belief that they're above, all those things, except for Lucille Bluth. Uh, and, and, I mean, that goes for even, uh, uh, who was who's the patriarch, um, Jeffrey Tambor's character? Yeah. Blu- Bluth. 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 <laughs> they, they're all Bluth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was like the reverse George, George soul of of that family. Like, well, especially because you find out as the show like unfolds that she's the like actual mastermind behind everything. She's and, the one and that's every guiding. every moment something screwed up, and she's like, "I don't know why these things are screwed up." Michael, fix it. And then like you find out it's because she directly like did a thing. Like it was just so perfect, and like. The, 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 the my favorite thing about that Seppenwall wrote was that so many of her lines, her fa- like the lines that you know her for in that character, were really her bringing them to life because they don't read really funny. Right. Like my favorite line from that show is just uh, uh, her talking to Michael and her saying like, "I love all of my children equally." Cut away to her at like a three martini lunch, and she just like apropos of nothing, just puts down her menu and goes, "I don't care for Job." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like that, uh, like that on the page is not really all that funny, but the way that she, you can just like because I'm, I, I swear, you probably watch that back, and I'm reading into the motivations of her just in a conversation about the weather. It's just like my middle son's bad or my <laughs> eldest son is bad there's a similar moment where uh oh man it's another restaurant moment where they she asks for a whatever dish and they say bloody blah or whatever style and she goes just just no hesitation i don't understand the question and i'll not respond to it <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good but uh yeah no so for in, in honor of uh uh and now i'm gonna Corey, can you look up lucille bluth's name so we don't we should know uh, her name. yeah we know we know her name but uh I, I i give everybody permission to have a winky-eyed alcohol suggestion <laughs> which is another that's i mean that's just I, a great I, I do line love, i do love how she, many of she, those she mistook the uh <laughs> she mistook the drowsy-eyed warning for a winky-eyed alcohol suggestion Jessica uh, Walter. Jessica, Jessica Walter. Walter. My goodness, what a treasure! And then, um, and then, basically, got to play the super competent version of that character in on Archer. Archer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which uh, 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 the uh, uh, I I do love how much of Lucille Bluth has just infected the rest of reality because, like, I caught Bonnie. Like, I if 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 you if you tried to pin her down. I think she would confess to not being 100% certain of where she knows it from, but I definitely heard her say to one of the kids, like, it's a banana penny. How much can it cost? $10? <laughs> <laughs> like, she knew to quote it, <laughs> even if even if she didn't know the exact why. Oh, uh, God, yeah. That's my... 
When you were on the road, did you have well, you always comfort rooms. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, uh, my my comfort watch was Mr. Show episodes and Mr. Show. Um, and before it came back on the air, weirdly, Family Guy, because there was uh, a lot of people don't remember there w- there was Family Guy went like what one season, two seasons, yeah. and then died, full on died, died so hard that it was a big deal when three years later they made three, you know movie episodes out of like three episodes a piece and put them on comedy central i think or something or adult swim or adult swim started syndicating it but it was the dvd sales because i was in college at the time right that was what uh dvds were exploding and all these college kids like me and my friends were buying family guy dvds because it was like Oh my God! This is hilarious, and then well, well, and, and and it ran for a billion years with six different spinoffs, and uh, right, uh, you know, Seth MacFarlane became I, the richest man on earth. Question, uh, and by the way, Seth MacFarlane, um, please contact our our attorney David Comey if you would like to join us on the show. Yeah, um, direct all guest inquiries to David, to David Comey. Comey, the yeah. attorney that rocks. Um, <clears throat> uh, I looking back on it. I think I was more just amazed that that ever like and and it only became more electric after it died where I'm like they put this on prime time and I couldn't get past that it was amazing. Uh, Is it still on Sundays? It like it's oh, in that I'm, animation yeah, block it's, after it's after football, right? Forever Flash Frozen, you know, robot animatronic version of itself that that Simpsons is in. Oh, yeah. Like I mean I, I'm not yeah. I, 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 I think it's I've been not like, human anymore. He's more rocker than attorney. I think that uh, at this point I can retire my argument of uh, like how many unfunny seasons of The Simpsons need to happen before the the seasons that were truly groundbreaking and amazing uh, lose any kind of luster and i have lost that argument like it turns out no oh you 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 thought there would be an end point and well, there no, is no 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 not an end point but a point in which the simpsons became the mark of like oh it's unfunny nostalgia humping and it's like now uncool and as it turns out never people will just always love watching the simpsons no matter how long it goes and and i guess now as i get older and think about my own franchises that like I I hope last forever. I'm like good for them. <laughs> good for everybody involved. Good for Matt Groening, uh, RIP Sam Simon. Like like just I'm glad that uh, uh everybody gets to work. All those poor Harvard grads uh now get to make uh really truly stupid Millhouse jokes. Lampoon the entire nation. Yeah. Uh uh and Family Guy the same way, like sure, keep making different spinoffs. Like it, it, as it turns out, the the world was looking for infinite content, and they realized, sure, infinite content it is. Let's just keep making things. Uh, that's uh, as a matter of fact. Um, so uh, <clears throat> I was chatting with uh, our guest from a couple of weeks ago, Michael Swaim, uh, who's got a new uh, think piece on IGN talking about. Um, I, I still have like four minutes left on it, so I may not get his thesis exactly right, but he was talking about um, the increase in the speed of nostalgia and how that ties into time loop stories. Uh, uh, we love Groundhog Day. We love Edge of Tomorrow. We love all the, the time loop stories that we can yeah. get. Um, and uh, he tied it to the Flynn effect, which is 
um, basically everybody's getting smarter, not because, or it's theorized, not because we're actually getting smarter, but because we have more tools at our use and, yeah. and we're able to catch up faster and we don't need. And so as an example, he begins by saying, look at 1989's Batman. And he gives 30 full seconds of like, who are you? I'm Bruce Wayne. Well, I'm Vicky Vale. Yeah. We want to hunt down someone called the Batman. The Batman, never heard of him. Cut to him putting on a bat costume, flying around like a bat or whatever. Yeah. And it's like 30 seconds. And he's like, now look at the Robert Pattinson version that we got. It's like seven seconds long, and you could barely tell that's a bat on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we get it. We get it. He's a Batman. Batman it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Uh, it's a really good piece. I, I, I liked it. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally about it. And, and I think that there's it. Part of it also though, is, is a sign of our fracture or a fractalization of, of media. Our, where our it's like, nichification as, as he actually calls it in the video. There we go. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, he, uh, he's, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I don't want to just start quoting the video, but he does make a cool point of like. Uh, yeah, back when uh, before humans started reducing the number of species, the natural order of things was for the number of species to increase as we continu continuously diverged. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's um, it's fascinating to see. I remember I was thinking, God damn. And now I can't remember the actual name of the song, but um, there was a song that I remember like downloading from Napster when I was uh, uh, you know, still in high school, maybe even middle Gin school. Gin and Juice by the Gourds. Uh, no, sorry. It was by uh, uh, Bare Naked Ladies. No, or, it was by Weird Al It was by Weird Al Yankovic. It was by Weird Al Yankovic. It was by Dynamite Hack. The, the 50 different bands that I Boy, downloaded. What a weird. I would love to. I would watch two hours of a documentary of how that song exploded under a billion different names. And just like. Weezer. I saw it under Weezer Because like I kept downloading it thinking like, oh my God, all these bands are covering Tin and Juice. <laughs> and it was just like like the same opening riff. And I'm uh, like, oh no. It's that's, same. Uh, that's the Gord's Austin original. Uh, 45 minutes downloading this song for this? <laughs> Bullshit. I've been had yet again. I said while learning that I could jerk off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, what's happening to my wiener? Oh, so ah! my penis is bizarre. <laughs> the only thing that soothes me is another cover of Gin and Juice. More bluegrass. <laughs> I still come instantly when bluegrass is... As soon as that mandolin hits, it's just ropes on ropes on ropes. No, 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 but there was a song that mentioned Jean-Luc Picard. And I can't remember the song now, but I remember thinking at the time, I was like, I was immediately into it. It was a good song, but also it was like, holy shit, they mentioned like nerd stuff. And and to think that, that at, at that point, it was the reason why I would go see any dumb comic book movie it was the reason why like even though they all were garbage and sucked like it's i was just so excited that like oh these stories that i like are now being recognized by like mass culture what i presume to be mass culture uh and and now that's like everybody you know the the rock is like Nanu Nanu or whatever, right? Like, you know, like he, he I, or whatever I, the new the new version of nerd it, culture is. There's a temptation to feel like something was taken from quote unquote us nerds or whatever, but but um, 
I don't know, man. Like uh, uh, Marvel Comics, there were good comics and bad comics. And so uh, when I look at the MCU, there are good movies and bad movies and now good TV shows and bad TV shows. Yeah. And it's like, um, yeah, I can't I can't begrudge the world that experience. They ain't got time to read comic books. Ain't nobody read comic book, the funny papers no more. Yeah. I mean, that that's the whole like, you know, my favorite band sold out shit. Right. Where. You're like, like, oh, like I, I, I saw them when they were playing clubs and now they're playing arenas. And it's like and again, I guess maybe that's age and maybe that's uh, uh, you start putting yourself more in the position of the band and less of the position of the fan. There, there, there is sort of a, um, I don't know, a weird funhouse mirror experience where it's like, let's say let's say you catch up uh, for me, you know, it really was. Discovering Tenacious D in the very, very early days uh, before anything turned in, before anybody knew who Jack Black was or whatever. And um, another, another, that might have been my defining Napster thing. And I think uh, uh, it was, it was a surprise when we first realized this, but like I didn't see the actual episode of Tenacious D. You only heard the songs of the HBO series. Wow. Like I, I, it was years and years and years and years. I was just finding, every tenacious d song and it was just rips from the hbo stuff and so they would have things uh uh you know the the the, the preamble and then the the end of right like the song that would lead into the episode but yeah that's where like jesus ranch like jesus ranch is on none of the albums that's one of the weird ones like it it doesn't exist only like uh, only real fans know it because it makes no fucking sense otherwise yeah and that was you know when we saw them live in uh in vegas and they played jesus ranch everyone and I was nuts yeah and i was freaking out and uh uh to be honest i have I, I do not remember if everybody went nuts because you were too busy i was freaking out and singing every lyric at the top of my lungs and then at the end, I remember Jack Black saying, like, well, that was for 12 people. <laughs> and I'm like, well, uh, I, I look forward to meeting the 11 others. Well, so I suppose what I'm getting at is the Funhouse Mirror is, like, uh, smash forward to um, there was some German festival. I kid you not. I had never seen more people on a live stream ever. Like, whatever this Coachella bastard bastardization was, it was bonkers. Like, it looked to be easily 150, 200,000 people as far as the eye can see. And there's Tenacious D playing Kickapoo. And I'm like, yeah, the fuck is happening? And it's like, I'm happy for them in a general sense. But also, like, man, I wish any of these folks knew what it was like to discover, to be there when... Uh, well, and, and of course, uh, nobody knows this more than Dave Grohl, because that's how Dave Grohl came to f uh, fall into their orbit was. Oh, he, really? He, well, we, uh, he just sought them uh, or he, he just saw them literally doing uh, open mic night at, I, I don't know, maybe Whiskey A Go Go or some fucking hipster L.A. bullshit Largo, place. I think, was 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 the place that really birthed. Like but, that was like Sarah Silverman and the Mr. Show guys. And he, he saw them in the wild. And and at that moment pledged his you know he he bent the knee and, yeah and that's why that's why they show up in the learn to fly video was from that the still, Foo Fighters I guess that was post Nirvana pre Foo Fighters uh, no, no no it was post Foo uh, po post Foo Fighters yeah yeah uh, uh, their HBO shit was ninety eight ninety nine so may maybe it was early Foo Fighters but 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 they're in the I, video. have you have you heard like the origin story on Foo Fighters um. 
I probably have not heard whatever version you're about to tell me. So Dave Grohl was, you know, post Nirvana, he's just sitting on a bunch of money. He decides to get the hell out of wherever he was living, and he's in Virginia, and he was just like, I've got these songs, I'm going to record everything myself, and did, and then, uh, you know, gave it to the record label and was like, hey, I don't know, like, if, like, this is a thing that you guys want, but... This is what I did, but I was the guy that banged the drum for Nirvana. Exactly. Everybody knows Nirvana's sick drum beats, the ones that go thump, thump, yeah, thump, <laughs> thump. Uh, and then yeah, assembled the band, and 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 the rest was history. Like that was that was just it. But it's like again, that's that's something that I found really really inspiring because it just starts with like, no, somebody had a vision, and then filled it out, and now Foo Fighters is like the modern as close as we get to the rolling stones these days because they're going to be doing oh, yeah. festivals for forever and ever, ever. And ever. Yeah. well and plus all, it doesn't hurt that their sound already like they came out of the gates sounding vaguely like classic rock already like uh, uh he's yeah. got an affinity for for that that 70s awesome sound um uh which by the way kind of brings us back to jessica walters where um uh one of my favorite books that we've talked about in the past is called uh, the formula where it's some academic trying to figure out, like, okay, in general, what do successful people tend to do? And one of the things that he pointed out is they tend to keep on going. And uh, as an example, he points to um, uh, uh, Einstein. We, 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 we tend to think of successful people as uh, more, more like your Kirk Cobain stories, right? Where it's like, yes. you know, they out of nowhere, holy shit, nobody saw this coming, right? Um, uh, and Einstein had that with special relativity, general re- relativity and all that. Uh, but he kept on showing up even after he had his greatest hits. Uh, and then eventually one of the things that he came up with was, um, you know, eh, I'm trying to figure out this whole universe crap. Eh, I don't really have a word for it. So I'm just going to call this the cosmological constant. And then he uh, everyone shits all over it. And he's like. Yeah, you know what? That was dumb. That was super dumb. It's literally the biggest mistake of my entire career. And now, uh, uh, in uh, after his death, uh, he was so right, and he died not knowing he was right. His paper on the cosmological constant is now more cited than his paper on special and, and general re- relativity. Right. Wow. Uh, and and if you think about it, it makes sense. Like like whatever you've got in you, you're however good as a um uh uh, uh uh i don't know we'll say a baseball player or whatever uh and every time you keep on showing up you're essentially showing up for another at bat and if your goal is to hit a home run and you haven't hit one yet and your name is jessica walters yeah then you keep on showing up and it's been 30 years 40 years 50 years in the business and then you do hit a home run and then instantly you're recognized and it's like, well, let me go hit another home run because it turns out I'm pretty good at this. I've been practicing for 50 years. Yeah. You know, I think the, the biggest thing that if, if, if I could tell anything to myself when I was younger or anybody now that is, you know, uh, at that age, the biggest gift I could give you is the knowledge that nobody counts your misses. You're the only one. Everybody only counts your hits, like especially if they're hits or misses that nobody cares about. 
like which I always feel like the biggest stab to your soul that like nobody gives a rat's ass that you're posting a YouTube video and three people watch it or you're on Twitch right now and you know zero people are 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 there but it's like the more you try the more you learn like you 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 realize that when you hit people are going to be like what's your secret right and you're like i suck for so long right and even then they won't hear you right they won't hear like no i mean what you thought sucks well i mean think about it you could have a 0.003 batting average uh but if you step up to the plate long enough sooner or later sooner or later in enough games you will have the game-winning grand slam home run of the game yeah uh it's it's a statistical impossibility to think otherwise which is what i was trying to get and unfortunately the timing didn't really work out we were trying to fill time last last week and there was whoever that that tiktok guru was that i was uh, very frustrated with because his message seemed to be um no that's not true the person on stage that is celebrating failure is only there because you know this is an artifact of survivorship bias it's like yeah motherfucker because the survivors are the ones who keep fucking showing up and it uh, got me very upset uh, well yeah the only the only thing was with that was uh, there wasn't on, on, enough time there w we didn't have enough well runway. no yeah just because it was like i know how personal that is to you yes like like you are uh, uh, for for whatever spirituality you have, I don't know if there is a a god you respect more than the idea of creativity and how to uh, uh, hone it, like and, and, how, and how, how 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 to succeed, like perseverance. Your, the, the path that you walked is something that you hold extraordinarily dear, and you are a proselytizer in in that religion. Which, like, which and, is, and so for for him to. Like that was heresy. It was like that 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 guy to be like it was, it, it was worse than heresy. It was blasphemy. Exactly. It was, it was disrespectful to the origin source. Yeah. And that was the only problem is that like uh, uh, we were trying to like squeeze that in as like a viral video bit at the very beginning, and yeah, I'm like, no, no it, this, it, it was not gonna take. This yeah. has like <laughs> at, at its fastest, it is like a one hour understanding. So so you the audience understands how much this matters to Brian yeah. so you can understand why he watches this. And, like, Brian reacted to that video the way that, like, grandmas on TikTok reacted to the Cardi B performance <laughs> or, like, the, like, the little Nas X it's, video. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, you were like, like, no, no, you don't understand. This is about society. This is about life. This is about fucking well, dreams. Pl plus also being being the father of, of, of uh, an increasing number of teenage girls, um, it, it has me in a place of, like, I suspect – because it looks like he's got a few popular videos. I suspect that his popularity comes from him uh, espousing some pseudoscientific-sounding jargon for why all those dark, cowardly thoughts you're having are secretly right. And what teenager wouldn't want to hear that? Yes, I mean, of course. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, no, this guy gets it. Don't try As I, it turns out. I, I read Jack Kerouac and listen to Nirvana. Meanwhile, the guy who did try, maybe it's his survivorship bias of not putting a fucking gun in his mouth. But meanwhile, fucking <laughs> Dave Grohl is busy kicking all the ass in the world. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that is uh, uh, It's just an artifact of survivorship bias. Well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> but speaking of at bats.
you know, let's say theoretically you started something uh, eh, 11 years ago, 12 years ago. 13. Right? 13 to the day. Well, no, for a scam school. Mm. But for BD Live Show, mm. like, let's, let's yeah, say. Yeah, that was January 1st, 2009. Let's say that then that rebooted and we got bigger. Mm. And then that rebooted and we got richer. And now we have this opportunity that would be not survivorship bias that would be reincarnation bias That's because it. you we keep trading up the chain we're going to be a cow next we're going to be a big old fat heifer we're going to be able to walk anywhere we want in the town ain't nobody can say or do nothing and as you all know now these teats Oh, they're still milking. <laughs> These teats are made for milking. These teats are made for milking. You guys are going to get content uh, uh, through audio only April. Uh, we could uh, not encourage you to get on the Patreon more. Shit, I just realized how long it's been already. Yeah, uh, look, we're not fucking around, people. Get on the fucking Patreon because it's good shit. Jesus Christ, it's good shit. Well, like, like fucking. Uh, the, these teats are are made for milking, juicy, and that's just baby. what they will do. Uh, One of these days, these teats are going to milk, milk all, all over, over you. you. Yeah, That's the new outline. That's the new outline. Patreon.com slash night attack until it becomes ghost attack. But for right now, it's night attack. Uh, thank you. Till next time, friends. I'm going to milk on you. <laughs> yeah, we both have to pee, don't we? That's what's happening. No, I just figured that was a good out. Yeah. But I'm also, I'm going to go pee. All right, he's going to go pee. <laughs>